0: Welcome to Excel Boats on the X Podcast, powered by Mud Buddy Motors. I love the smell of my pump in the morning. The only podcast to bring you insights on the world of hunting, fishing, and boating. With your host, Jay Paul Jackson. You don't say much, do you? Now, blow it up and side in. This is On the X. Welcome to the Excel Boats on the X Podcast, powered by Mud Buddy Motors. I'm J. Paul Jackson, and today I am joined by Excel Boats marketing guru Jason Croxford, as my co host, and our special guest, Mud Buddy Motors Excel Boats ambassador, super hunter, great guy, my good friend, Mr. Freddie King. Freddie, welcome to the podcast,
1: brother. Hey, guys, glad to be here. I guarantee you. But I don't know about all that line you just said, everybody. Now <laughs> <laughs> hey, you notice I didn't say handsome and charming. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I whoa! whoa. To you. I guarantee you. But I feel a lot better after the shaving I got the other day. Good gosh, they done took me down to
0: the skin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you without a beard in a while, buddy. That's uh, that's a something I tell you. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Well, you know, I tell people all the time I may have. I may have personality
1: for TV, but I know I've got the perfect face for radio. That's uh, <laughs> my style, right there. I mean, it—it it, it, I started last September. I never even touched a razor till yesterday, and man, I mean, the constant smell of bacon was starting to get just a little bit fuming to me. <laughs> I noticed, your, <laughs> I noticed your picture on Facebook. You look like a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody says. Man, you look like a newborn baby bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I shaved
0: that off about four weeks ago for a day, Yeah, i like, I'm, I've been so used to having facial
1: hair, I hadn't started growing back. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm telling you, it, you know, it, it starts getting a little bit hot and that sort of thing, and I was like, "Well, it's it's time, it's time to save it now." Now we got another cold front coming, and then winds blowing 90 miles out here, and, and uh, oh well. But I needed to let her go. It's What's, time. I'm sure your wife's happy she's not sleeping with the grizzly bear anymore, though. Oh yeah, yeah. She's been on my butt since about the last day of duck season to get it done, but. <laughs> <laughs> I find, I find, I
0: finally gave in. I finally gave in. Hey, man, we're really thrilled to have you with us today. And, and I especially wanted to have you on here this week because my phone, you know, you live in Arkansas. You hunt the WMAs. You are famous for being a timber hunter. Uh, you and the Echo Boys that you run with and, you know, running our boats and our motors. And, uh, man, my phone has absolutely blown up this week. About this proposed ban on mud and surface drive motors on WMAs in Arkansas.
1: Oh yeah, it's 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 quite the topic right now. You know, they've uh, a lot of uh, people are kind of up in arms on it and stuff. You know, and and the main thing is we need just all stay calm and collective, and and come at you know our representative commissioners with with actual data. And not a lot of blah, blah, blah. You know, there's Facebook is notorious for a lot of blah, blah, blah. And and the the main thing you got to do is stay focused on these sorts of things and and attack it with data, proven ecological impact, you know, per region. Because every region is different. Arkansas is 100% different than, you know, the Florida or Louisiana, Mississippi coastal plain. It's a completely different animal. We're talking about a Hard pan versus a, an extremely extremely soft pan, you know so it's there's there's complete differences. Uh, Arkansas never, ever had any type of EPA Coast Guard standard regulations on motors and that, that 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 you know the gaming fish stood behind them. they've not done that. and that's the number one grind. You no know, people are tired of listening to them. And uh, a lot of, and I have to agree, there's a lot of aftermarket uh, motors out there that, that are just way too loud for hunting conditions. Well, and if you step back and think about it, to be betting the use of mud motors due to sound level or decibel rating has no sound rational or scientific backing. Um, to give an example, like Mud Buddy's stock motors meet marine and EPA regulations relating to those noise regulations, right? Oh, that is correct. Uh, both the stock muffler on the, the Mud Buddies and the BPSQ are well under EPA standards. And, you know, and there's a lot of guys that run those, and they run them right. They, they use them, you know, as a great tool. But there's a lot of folks that, and, and it's the reason a lot of us are getting, you know, kind of looked down upon. It's just like anything, you know. Uh, it, it, uh, it Don't take but a few bad apples. To ruin the whole bad gum pie, and uh, and that's exactly what's gone on here. Some of these aftermarket mufflers are extremely and excessively noisy, and and in all honesty, have no place in in the hunting community, in my opinion.
0: See, you know, I don't, I don't disagree with that, but I don't totally agree with it either. I mean, there are, there, there are. If you're talking about a performance boat, uh, you know, at a time when it was competitive leaving the dock to get to the hole, a lot of people did that. But when, you know, the boat race now on most WMAs has been eliminated by regulations saying that you can't pass the guy in front of you. Uh, do, do I have that correct, Freddie? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have so that was, 100% correct.
0: Yeah, so, you know, race. when they eliminated – when they eliminated the boat race, they eliminated the need for guys to have these aftermarket mufflers. I think there was a time when guys I mean it was a competitive thing. They felt like they needed those straight pipes that give more horsepower, get more speed, but also generate a tremendous amount of noise. But you're dead on. There's no place for those today because there's no need for them. You've regulated the boat race which was the reason most of these guys were running these performance aftermarket mufflers you know so now uh, put a put a reasonable uh, you know if it falls within EPA and Coast Guard standards uh, you know why would you want to ban that because let me tell you something if you're running a if you're running an outboard two-stroke motor you know it has a wet exhaust that means that the exhaust goes out underwater, which makes it which reduces the noise. But we all know that the two strokes are still loud. And if you're running them on any WMA, by meet Black River, uh, any of those, you hit and you hit a log and the foot of that motor kicks up like it's gonna do. How many times have you heard that ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, Freddie, where oh, the foot of
1: the motor kicks yeah. up it's louder than any mud motor it's, out there. Oh, it is, and it's it, you know, and, and that there, there's truth to that too. You know, uh, it, there and there's a lot of outboards out there that the owners have cut into the exhaust system where it's above the water. You sure. uh the, the, the and and those are extremely and excessively loud, and as loud as the straight pipe to muffler. So, and uh, on the uh, the the mud rigs. Now the, the 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 thing that people's gotta understand when when out there hunting is there's you've got to have courtesy to to your fellow outdoors. exactly and, you know if if once 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 it's time to start hunting it's time to be quiet put the boats up not do any running around get your hunting done if you finish early then you know and your trek is on the way out in front of other hunters and stuff, you need to be courteous and sit that one out as long as you possibly can. Wait till the, you know, the best parts of the morning are finished and slip on out of there and, you know, and and not raise a lot of cane. I mean, I run a BPSQ muffler on, on my shallow drive motor, my surface drive motor, and that son of a gun has a low frequency to it, and once it's daylight, I can... Actually, honestly, putter out of the woods within 150 yards of people, and they will never ever hear me. I don't care how many logs are cross or anything. They will never ever hear that on your standard morning. Once once things start going now in before daylight, oh yeah, you can hear it. You know, it just sounds like a low little rumble going through there. Yeah. But and and generally, that's how we try to get out of the woods until we're on the main channel and then we'll just slowly pick up speed. Whoa. So, you know, the the, the the thing people have got to first understand, and, and a lot of it's been lost, is a lot of, you know, courtesy and between, you know, water filters. And it's no one person's fault other than what I would consider the 4 a.m. rule in our state of Arkansas because it set the criteria for, at first, This set the criteria for extreme racing fast boats, and I'll be the first to tell you when when they went to 4 a.m. rule, I popped a 90 Yamaha on a on a XL boat, and buddy, I ruled the roost because I mean that's just all there was to it, and I ran that for quite some time, and uh, but you know I've always been a a surface drive motor fan, uh, even before then, but at that time, you know, there was times where the water was high and I could make it in there slick without hitting nothing. And I was doing 60 miles an hour on the water, you know, when about everybody else was running 25, 30 miles per hour. And and as long as you were first, you pretty much had any place you want. And this problem was compounded through years and years and years. And there's no one boat factory, no one person, no one group of people any more responsible than the actual setting of the 4 a.m. rule that caused a generation of what has now become the issue. And and now it's, you know, people are trying to overturn that, and they're blaming this, they're blaming that, and, and they want to put blame on why hunting's not as good. You know, duck hunting's turned into a fad. It's turned into a complete fad to where people are are <laughs> – if you if if you don't hunt ducks, you nobody. <laughs> if if you're an outdoorsman, you know to a lot of these people. So it's it's turned into a fad, and that's grabbed a hold, and it brings in a younger generation. And without the guidance from hunters before this 4 a.m. rule thing ever got going, it's been a total chaos. Because let me tell you what's going on as far as 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 generosity toward our other outdoorsmen. You get. Let's say old Joe over here, he grew up hunting with his dad. All right. He's a man, he's a great kid, great hunter. He's, you know, from the time he was seven to the time he was 15, 16 years old, he learned how to work them ducks, learned how to put decoys out, learned how to slip in there and get the job done. Well, he's done turned 17, 18 years old. And in the last couple of years, you know, him and his football, baseball buddies, or whatever, basketball, and, and whatever, they They said, "Man, we let's go hunt." Well, they start hunting on their own just a little bit here and there, and the other boys had never hunted or not hunted much. Well, next thing you know, you have one kid teaching another kid, and that's compounded over the last four to five to seven to ten years into what we see today. We have the mentorship has been too young for the kids today, and there goes a whole lot of your your the backbone to where waterfowl. Or what butterfly used to be, quite frankly. Did I make well, sense? Yes, it does. And then I
0: think you just brought up, um, Jason. I know you had something you wanted to add there, but I to say this: I think you just brought up a, a couple of really good points along the way. First of all, and I know, Freddie, that you're, you know, you live in Arkansas. You're trying to be very sensitive, and and. and I don't want to say politically correct, I've never known you to be totally politically correct, Brady, but yeah, I do appreciate the way that you're approaching this uh, in the professional manner. Um, You know, as, from my standpoint, particularly as an out-of-state guy that's been hunting the WMAs for years, and I've been more and more restricted over the years because I'm not an Arkansas resident, and I'm cool with that, but I do not think that uh, this is really about noise at all. I mean, I, I think there are a lot of other factors that are going in there. I, I believe that personally, it, it's about access and accessibility. And um, I, I just don't get it. I cannot see any scientific, environmental, ecological reason why, uh, I mean, I look, I hunt all over the country, and I hunt with my F4, with my 4400 HDR. I happened to make a video back toward the end of January where I'm in one field running right beside another field with 2,000 ducks in it, and those birds never move. We slipped right up in there, you know. So I I don't buy into it's about the noise with our stock motors.
1: Well, I mean, the 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 motors discover this, this disturbing the ducks is a complete fallacy. I mean, it's it's as 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 false as it can possibly get. The uh, uh, I have video upon video of us running through timber, ducks, you know, getting up just like they always did with our outboards. Us showing up in the hole, ducks are still in the hole. We we ran our our, our uh, surface drive motors in there. Um, I can show you video after video of thousands. I'm not, talking uh, I'm talking tens of thousands of stuff feeding and eating next to huge power units that make any surface drive motor sound like it. So, like, so far. And a- I mean, so the thing people, they want to blame that for lesser hunting and all that kind of stuff when it all boils down to a straight up hunting pressure. And, and Game and Fish is grabbing the first straw that they can see to try to manage that program, and uh, uh, to manage that pressure. And that's, quite frankly, you know, all right, let's start banning, let's say, uh, 22% of the market, which would be surface drive owners. All right. So, and that's how they're attacking this. And, and there's a couple of commissioners with some strong, strong, unchangeable, no matter the facts, uh, unchangeable biased opinions against them <laughs> well, and that's all there is to it and and through that you know there's it, it, a reason for all this but going back to what you said about noise there is a I I cannot tell you the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ducks that we have worked and shot group after group after group while a surface drive motor was running in the distance and finish them all the way to the hole no problem even our own mud rigs sitting in the hole idling the whole time and we're finishing ducks and shooting them well, yeah okay. you take that you take that same group of ducks and somebody fires one shot a half three quarters or even up to a mile away with the wind coming to you those ducks are that's all there is to it. That's as quiet and simple as it gets. So if you really want to know what's hurting pressure, it's all the shooting or what, what pressure is hurting it. It's the sound of all the shootings that occurs on a management area. That's all there is to it. Yeah. And, and the rafting, you know, the, the fact that mud motors can reach rafting ducts easier is true. but you might be able to reach them easier in some place that's why that's why I went to it. I ran those outboards for years and and I beat up my lower units broke stuff and it was a five seven eight hundred fifteen hundred dollar deal every single year of uh, pairing up lower units and filler handles and parts and what have you wore out uh, water pumps and those sorts of things and the the surface drive ended that but People want us. They, they think that, okay, these ducks are getting disturbed. That's – it won't matter. You're not going to change today's duck hunter that wants to shoot ducks. If there's a raft of ducks over there, two ridges over, you're going to have eight outboards pull up to that ridge and walk over there and get in the middle with them. And then once those shotguns start, those ducks will not have any rest until the, the, the noon curfew. Yep. So yep. that's all there is to it. Noon curfew, it everybody's off. So mud rigs, outboards, and alike, they do not disturb the ducks. It's nobody's allowed in there. So how can those ducks get disturbed? So the the points are completely they're they falsifications yes. to make people feel <laughs> big be, feel better about their position or stance on a certain opinion. And then that's all there is to it. Well, and, if you if you think about it too, if you step back and think about think about the negative economic impact it's gonna have on the state of Arkansas. I mean, look at how many um, boat, you know, shallow water boat factories are, are out there. We have RXL, you have Express, War Eagle, CR, Havoc Edge. Um, not even that. Some of the uh, you know, mud motor companies are based in Arkansas. Um, so you're stopping the traffic coming in from these out of staters coming in. I mean, you're just you're kind of killing the state of Arkansas by this van as well.
0: Good point. Let me oh, tell you something, Jason. That is, that, sorry for to catch you off, but that is a great point right there. I mean, folks, we have, uh, we have the Excel Boats Manufacturing Facility is in uh, Mountain View, Arkansas. RF-4 is created with a triple tapered chine that allows that boat to run with a surface drive motor and still handle. That is the bread and butter uh, of our line. And there are other manufacturers out there that have different old designs, but they were created specifically to run and handle. Uh, I am sorry, I said that wrong. Our uh, 4 has the reverse giant uh, that lets it handle well with that. Uh, you put a, a regular outboard motor and it's just gonna skid across the surface. It's not just us. It's a number of other manufacturers out there that are making these boats that are based in the state of Arkansas. I mean, the economy of Arkansas revolves around two main factors. uh, Agriculture, predominantly rice, of course, and uh, duck hunting, waterfowl. And why you have commissioners who unfortunately do not answer to the governor so they pretty much can do as they please. There's not a great check and balance system there. And these guys, uh, I hope that the folks in Arkansas will be on their commissioners because they're not only you know, affecting water fouling, they are going to have a negative impact on the state of Arkansas. On Monday of last week, I was in Arkansas with our owner, Glenn Foreman, and we were we were talking about expansion In the state of Arkansas, but for a company that you know has such a huge economic impact, making these boats and surface drive motors, that they are going to adversely affect. It makes no sense to do business with the state of Arkansas. And why these people, the commissioners want to cut their nose off and spy their face, blows my mind.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm 100% with you. You know, economic development and Arkansas's a, you know, it's a poor state. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's a poor state. And, and every daggum feather or bone you get thrown is just a major plus. And the duck hunting industry, the boats produced, the economic, the economic, uh, uh, just the, the downfall from it would, would be pretty doggone substantial. Because, uh, I mean, like you said, there, a secondary plant was being thought about you have the livelihoods of several folks up in the Mountain View area and and let alone all these other areas. And It's all going to be a deal.
0: Yeah. Well, tell me something, Freddie, because so, we need to wrap up here. I know you've got to get back to training. Uh, if, if What is someone that lives in Arkansas or even outside the state that hunts there? Uh, because, you know, one other thing, too, I want to point out, out-of-state guys like myself, yeah, you know, we spend a lot of money in Arkansas, and we're proud to do it. We're very proud to do it. I'm proud that we manufacture in Arkansas. It is a distressed state. Uh, we want to help with that. But um, if you're wanting to have your voice known in this matter, what do you need to
1: do? Well, the, the, the very first thing you need to do is write a letter. You don't, and when you write a letter to a commissioner. You need to address the concerns as we spoke here, and you need to, you know, send them an email. Their emails are on a, the Arkansas Game Fish Commission website. Just look up the commissioners, and every one of them be listed. And voice your concerns on the matter, and and tell your position. Let them know what you think. And and even if you're a non-resident, if you hunt in the state of Arkansas, then it, it's going to affect you at some point and at some level. No matter whether you come over here with an outboard or not, it's going to affect you in the long run. So uh, opposition to this is is exactly what we need. But that's the first thing you want to do. Residents of the state of Arkansas need to also do that and as well need to to let their state representatives know their feelings on the subject and address them through phone calls and e- emails and personal mails, uh, written letters, and as well as our governor. And here's the thing, you know, our Game and Fish Commission, with that one-eighth meal tax that we, we let them have several years ago, they became an entity to where we don't have – they don't have to show us the, the states, the, the, the people of Arkansas. They don't have to show us where they're spending the money or how they are spending the money. And in all honesty, a uh, branch of government without a checks and balance system is is done is 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 pretty much going to run rampant. And and we're kind of seeing that the good old boy system of appointing uh, commissioners and that sort of thing has led to some conflicts of interest as far as uh, some of the board. And that you know I don't want to go too deep into a lot of that, but for darn sure there. You cannot have a conflict of interest. And, I mean, one of the best things that, that I think Arkansas could ever do for the outdoorsman is if we're going to have eight commissioners divide the state up into eight uh, uh, sections and let's elect the representative that we know from each of our individual sections or areas. And, Amen. and that way you get a better feel of who your commissioner is. It's somebody you can talk to. And it's somebody that uses them, that that hunts, possibly or at least more like you, and has a complete understanding of of your 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 life in the state of Arkansas as an outdoorsman. Amen. Well, listen, Freddy. Thank you very
0: much for taking the time to join us today. This is, you know, obviously, uh, become a controversial subject, but it really doesn't need to be. Almost all of the duck hunters that I've spoken to you know, uh or like you know, there's got to be a hidden agenda here. It's not about the noise. We realize that. And it's time to take oh, action. Yeah, it's definitely I'll tell you this too. I wanna to leave with this, you know, thought uh you know, we, you and I, Freddie, we're active in social media. Jason, you're active. We're all three very active in social media. You know, we we see you know the keyboard movies out there quite frequently. You and I have discussed this a lot. I appreciate the fact that anything you do on social media, you do open and out there, and you try to avoid negativity. Um, you know, guys, if you really want to do something, don't talk about it. Don't just talk about it. Don't just run and complain about it. Take action. If you want to be that's effective, it. you've got to reach out to those commissioners. If you're in Arkansas, definitely reach out to your governor. Reach out to your state legislator. Make your voice heard and make it heard to the people uh,
1: that can make a difference. Exactly. And that's it. You know, it's like I tell everybody, right from the beginning, just like you said, reach out to them. And it goes, it goes as small as the mayor in the home cities of all these, the uh, all the boat manufacturing plants. You know, or, or those mayors need to be talking to the, the governor. That's the governor answers to them. So you know, we need to, we we need we need every aspect, every person to get on board with Exactly. Yep. Let's cover
0: every angle. Well, guys, we are running out of time here today, but. Freddie, as always, it's been a pleasure having you. Uh, I want to have you back on here in the future and talk a little bit more about duck hunting, and specifically duck hunting in the Arkansas timber. Jason, man, thank you so much today uh, for coming to us. And on behalf of uh, brand ambassador, Freddie King, my co-host, Jason Croxford, I'm Jay Paul Jackson, thanking you for taking the time to join us for this edition of the Excel Boats on the X podcast, powered I'm mad mad about it.